and and one more thing on that. I'm not saying you need to slow down for all of your runs. Maybe 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 that might be a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know your life. Episode 957 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip: building up your long run endurance. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at Head Sweats. Uh, I've been an ambassador there for a little over a year and a half now, or I guess right about a year and a half since we're right about at the halfway point of this year. Um, but uh, as a as a devout hat guy, borderline hat snob, um, I have to say I like I like the products that uh, Head Sweats has available, specifically the trucker hats. If you're a trucker hat person, uh, their their trucker hats are top notch. The other stuff's good too. Don't get me wrong. I, I, the other hats are good, uh, but the, the trucker hats are definitely my bread and butter. Um, and Headsweats is more than just a, a hat company these days. I think that's pretty much how they got started, but they got shirts and jackets. Not that you probably need a jacket right now, but maybe you'll need one. You know, maybe, maybe you live in, uh, why do I always pick on Lesterberg for these? Maybe you live on in Fargo, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're a Lesterberg, uh, where it's going to be, it's going to be fall again in about you know, three and a half minutes. Uh, so you might be already getting ready to layer up with your jackets. Uh, they got half zips. They've got long sleeve t-shirts, you know, kind of some, some good things or well, long sleeve tech shirts, not really t-shirts, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, good things to transition into the cooler months. Whenever those cooler months start to get to your area leggings. I mean, they got you pretty well covered. I guess they don't have, they don't have socks yet. So they don't have, they're not, they're not foot sweats yet, but the body sweats, the head sweats, they got you covered on all fronts. There you go from, from head to, to mid shin. I guess. Uh, so if you want to check out the things that Head Sweats has available, my my advice, all the all the apparel stuff is good, but the trucker hats, legit. You got visors as well, beanies, the whole nine, like I said. Uh, Dizruns.com slash Head Sweats is the affiliate link, which just means I get a couple, of, a couple of percents for every dollar that you spend. So I get a couple of cents for every dollar that you spend. It's not a huge deal, but hey, you know, every little bit helps. The big thing, make sure you use the code Dizruns40. That saves you 40% on anything you get, whether it's a sale item, regular price item, and the regular price items aren't even that bad, but you know, whatever, whatever you get, Dizruns40 at checkout, save yourself 40%. If you want to help the cause, use the code Dizruns, or I'm sorry, use the, use the link, Dizruns.com slash head sweats, all one word. And uh, we'll make sure there's a link, you know, in the, in the information on your phone, I'll make a link in the, in the show notes, the whole nine yards. Uh, but thanks to head sweats for uh, letting me be part of the team again this year, uh, making some, some good hats that I can never get enough of. And thanks you guys for supporting, uh, supporting the folks that support what we've got going on over here. So today talking about increasing your mileage, specifically the long runs, kind of building up some of that endurance. For a number of factors, that can be a struggle for folks. And maybe there's no, maybe it's, it's even more of a struggle. Maybe it's even more difficult when your endurance has, has fallen off a little bit and you're trying to get it back to where you've been before, to where you've comfortably been before and you're struggling. And again, there's, there's no shortage of ways that that can happen. Right, it could be something as simple as well, not as simple. Uh, I guess it's as simple. I don't know. What am I trying to say? It could be something like an injury-related situation, right? Where you're injured for a little while, you got to recover, and during that process, you're not able to probably run at all, let alone able to log your tens, your twelves, your fifteen-mile long runs. And so, some of that, that a lot of that, a lot of times, long run fitness really can erode a little bit over you know six, eight, twelve weeks. Not that you'll never get it back. 
but it's frustrating when you're starting to get back and you're struggling maybe to get to 10 miles when 10 miles used to be not that big of a deal for you as a long run. And of course, as always, talking about distances, scale them accordingly, right? If, if six miles is a long run for you, you've fallen off because of injury and now you're struggling to get to three miles, that's frustrating, right? Like that's, that's demoralizing. So again, it doesn't, the, the numbers don't matter. Just put these, put, use them as examples or let me use them as examples, but fit it into the context of where you're at. So injuries could cause a problem. Maybe it could be something um, where you just took some time off, whether intentionally or not, uh, thinking, you know, pandemic situation, right? A lot of folks really struggled over the last year and a half to, to be as consistent as they wanted to be. Um, maybe the lack of races, and but now that races are, are coming back, maybe you're, you're already in training mode, or maybe you got your eyes on some things for, for later on in the year. Um, but you're like, all right, I need to start getting getting back to, to that half marathon or marathon fitness. And you're really struggling to climb the ladder, to, to, to increase your mileage. Maybe, call me crazy, but maybe, you know, is the, the timeliness of this episode be an early July episode, maybe you're struggling to, to go longer because of the heat, which uh, not for nothing, that's a pretty darn good reason to struggle to go longer. Um, so, you know, and there's, there's a dozen other, other reasons that you could have, you know, lost some fitness, that you could have just kind of been in a groove, and now you're trying to maybe extend out to a new distance. Maybe you're, you're trying to train for your first marathon this year, and it's, you're having a little bit of a struggle to get past those 10, 12 milers that you've, you know, typically maxed out at, potentially at least maxed out at, training up for your half marathons. The point being that a lot of times climbing the ladder with your mileage, especially with your long runs, sometimes it can go smooth, but a lot of times it can be a little more difficult than it seems like it should be. And it can be a lot more difficult than what it seems like it is on social media. Maybe things you've heard, heard me talk about or heard guests of the show talk about where I don't always, I don't, I, I never try to do it, but I know that sometimes it happens where, you know, you, you make things sound more simple than, than they are more smooth than it is actually a pretty bumpy road, but it's like, Oh, you know, I just kind of built my fitness up over time. Like, no, I didn't just build my fitness up over time. There was a series of ups and downs and sometimes it felt good. And sometimes it was misery. If you're in that situation right now, it's pretty easy to be like, God, this sucks. This is miserable. And how come it's so hard to do X right now when I used to do Y no problem. I've been there. Lots of people have been there. Lots of people after you will be there. And I know none of that makes it makes you feel any better, makes the process any easier. But I say that to say this, hey, it's, it's, it's part of the process, right? But we can get past it. You can get past it. If you're struggling with, with inching up your long runs these days, and, and maybe there's, there's some type of mental hurdle or, or whatever it is, here are some ways to hopefully help you get back on track to clear whatever number that you've been struggling with and and start getting that fitness going in the right direction, increasing those long run miles, maybe looking ahead to some, some fall, uh, late summer, fall, winter races, or just to, to build your base up even higher, which is not a bad problem or not a bad problem, not a bad option either. So here are, are four things that I've found that helped both for myself and for folks that I've coached over the years. You may find that one or two of them works for you. That's, that's awesome. You may find that all four of them work for you. The, 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 you know, the thing here, of course, is to try some, try different options, maybe try different combinations, find the right mix for you. But these are four ingredients that have, have 
had some level of success in the past, hopefully they'll help you if you're struggling with increasing your long runs, rebuilding some of that endurance uh, that maybe you've lost for one reason or another. So first and foremost on the list, you're probably not surprised to hear me say this, uh, but just slow down. Slow down. If, If you're trying to do your long runs at maybe a pace that, that you can hold for two or three miles, but it's a bit maybe aggressive to go six or eight miles, might slow down a little bit. And the frustrating part there, or off frustrating part there, could be that it's a pace that you've done six or eight or 10 or 12 miles at before and never been a problem. But right now, while you're trying to build that build that base back up by, by trying to build up, or while trying to build up that long run endurance, you may need to slow down even more to, to have a little bit more gas in the tank when you get to mile six or mile eight or mile 10 or mile 12 or wherever, wherever you're struggling to get past. Okay. And that doesn't mean that you're going to stay at that pace forever. Right. And this isn't a heart rate training thing. Although of course you you all know where I stand on that, but it's just all about kind of preservation of energy, not, not burning yourself out too quick, not, not going out too hot. And, and, and again, I'm not saying that the pace that you that you would normally run at is the problem. I'm just saying that right now, while you were trying to, to get back a little bit, build a little bit more of that endurance back up, slowing down by 30 seconds a mile, a minute a mile, potentially more than that, A, there's nothing wrong with that. B, it might help. Okay? So, and, and I know I've heard all the, the complaints before about how awkward it feels to run too slow or to slow way down. It just, it just feels awkward. My form feels all off. It hurts. I get it. I, I made a lot of those same observations and complaints when I started the heart rate training thing. So I get it. A, you can, you, you'll, you'll adjust, you'll get used to it. But B, again, if it just helps you get over the hump, you might only have to do that for a couple of long runs. And then all of a sudden you kind of get past it. And now you're good for that six or the eight or that 10 or that 12 mile run. And you can kind of fall your, fall back into that. Your normal easy, hopefully easy pace for those runs and not have a problem. So there's the first suggestion to, to help rebuild your endurance for your long runs, slow down a little bit. And, and one more thing on that, I'm not saying you need to slow down for all of your runs. Maybe, maybe, maybe that might be a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know your life. I'm just saying that for the long runs, maybe slowing those down even more can help again, leave a little more gas in the tank to help you get over the hump. So there's one idea. Second idea, second option or second suggestion when it comes to helping to to rebuild some of that endurance, to stretch out your long runs a little bit, take some walk breaks before you need them. All right. Now, if you're, if you're already a a run walker, then, then this is probably already part of your routine, right? So, so maybe this isn't the the right option. Although I'll tell you what, it could still work. All right. But first I'm going to talk to those, those that are, that are quote unquote, just runners that you just, you just run straight. You, you, you don't do a regular run walk situation. Um, so, so adding walk breaks before you need them can be a game changer. Okay. Because I, you know, I've been for the most part, and I don't, I don't say this with any air of superiority. All right. I hope that that doesn't come across like, like I'm, like I am saying it with that. There, there is no, there's no, I don't care. You run, you walk, you run, walk. It, it's all good. All right. It's been, I, I really haven't done much intentional run walking in, in my years of, of running. Okay. That said, there's been plenty of times, especially on long runs where I'm pushing the distance and 
I end up doing some or even a lot of walking later in the run. Especially if I rewind the clock back a handful of years ago to when I was really, you know, I didn't have the base that I have now. And it was really a struggle to get, you know, get to 10 miles, to get to 12 miles for my long runs. There were a lot of times that I'd get to eight or nine and then kind of walk the last mile or three, or at least mostly walk the last mile or three, because I was just, I was just toast at that point. If that sounds familiar, a suggestion would be to mix in a walk break well before you need it. It could be a regular interval. It could be a walk every mile, a walk every two, every five minutes, every 10 minutes. You, you figure it out, or you, at least you think about it. Maybe try some different things, see how it shakes out. But mixing in that, that walk well before you need it, and it doesn't have to be a long extended walk. It could be a minute, two minutes, 30 seconds even, but can be just enough to kind of reset the clock a little bit. Maybe just help you to, to refill the, the gas tank a little bit the metaphorical gas tank, of course, but by not running yourself all the way to E by not, by not going until you can't go anymore, those short little walk breaks will have a lot more of an impact. They'll have a lot more benefit. So don't be afraid to mix a walk break in here and there, especially if you're extending out those long runs and struggling to do so walk early may or maybe not walk often. It's up to you, but a little bit of walk here and there can make a big difference. Flip side, if you are a run walker, and again, you're getting to that point later in your runs where it's a, it's a struggle to keep going and you're, and you're missing more of your run segments than you're making. You're just kind of walking through. Maybe it's a, it's a time to think about at least for your long runs, maybe not for your other runs, but at least for your long runs to either a play with your intervals. You know, maybe, maybe you're on a, and I'm making up numbers of course, but again, scale it accordingly. Maybe you're on a five minute run, one minute walk interval. And you're, and, and you're running out of steam towards the, the latter part of your long runs. Maybe take it down to a 2-1 or a 3-2 or a 4-2. You know, play with some of those intervals. Maybe you get down to a 1-1 one and a one or a 2-2. Two and a two. I don't know. But try some different things where you're walking maybe a little bit more frequently or a little bit longer or both and see if that doesn't help you, again, get over that hump, get to the, get to the end range, to the, to the mileage goal that you have for the day and feel good doing so. And then once you kind of do that and maybe are successful with that a few times, you can stretch your walk breaks or stretch your run intervals back out to where they were before. Obviously, same thing applies then for the, the quote unquote, just runners. You get over the hump a few times, you have some successful runs, and then maybe you can walk even less frequently to where you get back to where you are just, just straight up running through your entire long run. So adding in some walk breaks, that could be helpful. Another idea, another suggestion to help you rebuild some endurance and, 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 have some more successful long runs as you start climbing the ladder again. Add some reset points to your run. What do I mean by that? Thank you for asking. Uh, a reset point, at least as I'm, I'm using it here, could be a couple of things. Maybe the most, what, may, I don't know, depending on how what you're struggling with, especially if it's kind of mental, getting over the, the hump, it could be a time to reset your watch. It could be a time to just stop for a few minutes um, and, and or reset your watch, but, but uh, just take like a, a, a legit break after a certain point, maybe at the halfway point, maybe at a third and two thirds, um, but adding some just, some just breaks to the action, give you a chance to use the bathroom, maybe give you a chance to refill your water, grab a bite to eat or a gel or something like that. Take some nutrition if that's something that you might be needing. Um, but just having a, a chance to reset, kind of regroup, clear the mind and then keep going it can have the effect of basically saying, instead of you doing a 12 mile long run, say you're doing 
three four milers or six two milers or two six milers i mean obviously you you do the math right hopefully you can do the math um but but just kind of having some ways to break it up so that instead of mentally going all right i've got i've got to run 12 miles today and i've been struggling the last the last month anytime i got above 10 miles anytime i even got close to 10 miles it's been a real struggle and oh man like oh this is going to be this is going to be tough and i uh, like i hope i hope that this week i can break through i hope that this week i can be successful if if you've had some of those conversations and again i think we probably all have but if you're having those right now or you know tuck this one away and maybe somewhere in the future if you're having those conversations potentially breaking it up by going all I have to do is run four miles. You run your four miles. And hey, I run four miles every single day. Every day during the week that I run, whether it's three days a week, four days a week, twice a week, whatever, I run four miles. No big deal. I can run four miles. So you get set out to run. You do your four miles. All right. Maybe you get back home. Maybe you get to a park. Wherever your stopping point is, you get there. All right. You know, use the bathroom, reset the watch, potentially, um, you know, do whatever you need to do to kind of just refresh. Maybe that takes a minute. Maybe it takes five, 10, doesn't matter. Reset. All right, now we're ready to go again. Let's do. Uh, I, what am, am I going to hem and haul over eight more miles? No, you're going to go. I can. I got four more miles. I can do four miles. I've done four miles every day that I run during the week. It's four miles. No big deal. Set out and go. So, so those little that that can be kind of a little bit of a mental mental trick. But there's also a physical component there of just resetting, allowing your body to just chill out again, chill out a minute. You know, kind of refill the tanks again, kind of like we talked about with the walk breaks. That can be that can be a, a, a useful tool. Those little reset points. You know, we've heard people talk, or at least I think you've heard people talk. I know I've heard people talk uh, on the podcast, especially ultra runners, people that are doing lapped races, where it can be a big a big mental boost to not feel like, oh, I've got 60 more miles to go. But no, I just got, you know, four more laps because it's a 15-mile lap. Whatever the case might be, maybe there's some mental gymnastics there. But hey, what's wrong with mental gymnastics? If it works, it works. So maybe adding some reset points to your long run can help you get over the hump and get back to those or to to just bump up those long runs and feel good about doing it. Last but not least on my suggestions, or at least of of this round of suggestions, I probably have a dozen others, but we'll stick with four for today since it's already going to be a not so quick tip as per usual. The last of my suggestions to help you break through the hump, get over, get over the hurdle, whatever it is, whatever you're struggling with on your long runs and start building some of that endurance back is to recruit some help. I don't know about you, and, and, and you know a lot about me because I, I pretty much air it all out there. Y'all know I'm an introvert, right? Y'all know that I am best when I'm alone at home in the office. The shades are drawn, so it's dark, even though it's the middle of the day. Maybe I got the dog in here. I can put up with her. Um, but, but y'all know that's my jam, right? I'm here to tell you that if I'm struggling on a long run by myself versus if I'm struggling on a long run with other people, totally different. Whether it's, I don't want to get left behind. I don't want Kate to drop me while we're out for our long run. Whether it's, I don't want to slow her. I don't want to screw up her long run. Whether it's, I just don't get in my head as much when she's yapping at me the whole way. And I get a couple words in here and there. I don't know what it is, but I can pretty confidently say that my ratio of good long runs to bad long runs when I'm with her is very heavily weighted towards lots of good long runs not so many, very few long runs that are a real struggle. When I'm running solo, I'm not going to say it's a complete flip-flop, but it's a lot closer to probably even Steven of one good run to one not-so-good long run. All right? So if you have a running partner, 
if you have a running group, a community, a group run, whatever the case might be, lean into that. Assuming that you're feeling comfortable as we're coming out of the, hopefully out of the pandemic, hopefully vaccinated, all those types of things. If, if you're comfortable with that idea, getting around one person or a handful of people, whatever, and running, that can be a game changer. Now, what if maybe you're, you're saying, but Diz, that sounds good. And yeah, like running with running with partners in the past has been great for me, but I'm training for a marathon and my running partners aren't training for anything right now. And so they're, they're going six or eight. I'm trying to get to 10 or 12. Like the, the, the math doesn't work there. I got you, boo. Don't worry. In that case, my suggestion, if it's at all possible, is to get with your running partner, your, your group, for the last bit of your run. So in that, in that example, and again, numbers are numbers. Use it, use it as an example. Base it on what, where you're at and what you're doing. If, you, if it's at all possible to get out and get the first six miles in by yourself, where probably six miles isn't that big of a deal for you to do by yourself, right? I mean, it may, it may not be easy, but it's not impossible, right? If you're trying to get up to 12, probably getting five or six, not too big of a deal. So you get your, you get your six done, and then hopefully you time it right so that you're finishing your six right when... Your, your friends are, are meeting up at the coffee shop or at so-and-so's house or whatever to be ready to go out and do their six. And now you tag along with them for the last of your six so that you get to 12. There you've got company, you've got people talking to you, you've got, you've got that extra little motivation to get you through your long run by, by recruiting some friends or having, having some help, having a team to help carry you. If you can't get out that early, get as many miles in as you can beforehand so that instead of having the full six to do by yourself after your friends are done, which is, which I will say it's doable, but that's, that's sometimes can be almost harder because you had friends, you had company for this first six, and now you got the last six completely solo and you don't have that support anymore and it's hotter and you're starting to get tight like that. It's doable, but it's tough. So if you can get three miles beforehand. Then you run your six and then you only have three solo. Like the more you can get before to where you won't have to run at all, or at least hopefully just a handful of miles afterwards can really help. Okay. So recruiting some friends, getting, getting, you know, getting a running partner, getting a, you know, joining up with the group runs, uh, those types of things can really, really be a game changer. Even for the, my fellow introverts out there can really be a game changer when it comes to increasing those long runs and building up that endurance, you know, as we're getting, getting back out of the, the pandemic or as you're recovering from an injury or whatever it is, whatever reason you're trying to, to build up your long runs and, and build that endurance back up, or maybe build it up for the first time, um, that can really help. So there you go. There are four suggestions. Slow down for your long runs. Even if you already feel like you're running slower than you need to slow down even more. If you're struggling, you know, especially if you're struggling to increase your distance, add in some walk breaks before you need them. And, or if you're a run walker, shorten the interval, uh, of, of how much you're running to how much you're walking so that you'll have a little bit more gas in the tank when you get to the later stages and hopefully be able to, to finish your long runs more successfully that way. Add some reset points. Instead of thinking about how far you have to go total, break it up into some chunks that are a little bit more manageable, both mentally and physically. That can make a difference. And last but not least, get, get a posse, get a crew together, uh, get a running partner or a few partners or join the local group runs, whatever, and have some company 
for the duration of your run, or at least as much of your run as possible, ideally the latter part of the run if possible, uh, to help pull you through when it's getting tough and you just have a couple more miles to go. It's a lot easier. Misery loves company, right? A lot easier to suffer with friends uh, and let them help carry you through than to try to do it by yourself. So there are four suggestions. What else do you have? What what other ways do you help? uh, Have have you found that have worked for you to help you out when you're struggling on a long run, maybe struggling to rebuild that endurance or build it up the first time? Uh, Let me know at Diz Runs on Twitter, at Diz Runs on Instagram. Uh, That way I can can maybe do another one of these episodes some way or a similar topic and share some more great advice. Uh, You can also shoot me an email, DizRuns at gmail.com. Or you can head over to the show notes for today, which you can find at disruns.com slash 957. And beneath the memes, beneath the gifs, beneath beneath the links and all the shenanigans, there's that comment section. You can put some ideas there as well. And that way, other folks can see those those comments and go, oh, yeah, I, you know, Denny didn't talk about that. But, hey, that's that also makes sense. I'll try that. There you go. You're paying it forward. You're helping out your fellow runner. And of course, the same thing applies on YouTube, right? If you're watching the, the quick tips on YouTube, scroll on down to that comment section and leave your feedback there about some maybe some ways that have you found that have worked for you to successfully bump up those long runs when you're building out your endurance. Help, help out another runner. Uh, pay it forward that way. And of course, if you have any other questions or any other things that you're struggling with, hit me up on any of those channels as well. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do to help you out. That's, that's, that's always always going to be the situation. Uh, last but not least, before we wrap this one up, uh, thanks again to head sweats for, uh, letting me be part of the team and, and for having a, a, you know, kind of an affiliate partnership arrangement where we can, uh, you know, maybe move some, move some good hats, you know, you step up your hat game a little bit and, uh, I can get a couple shekels to keep things going over here. Uh, disruns.com slash head sweats is the link. Disruns 40 at checkout. It'll save you 40% on anything and everything that, uh, you end up throwing in your cart and wanting to take home with you. And with that, We'll go ahead and wrap this one up for today. Another not so quick, quick tip. Uh, but thanks for thanks for making it through. Hope it was useful. Hope it was helpful. That's always the thing that we hope for the most. And uh, until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>